from Ennui. This is Ennui Talk. You can support the show and other Ennui projects by subscribing to Ennui Plus on Patreon. But for now, sit down and enjoy. Zen. That's how we're going to start all the podcasts now. Zen. Zen. Welcome back, my... um, the, I don't know the Zen the Zen crew the the Zenof, Zen, Xenophobes what's a xenophobe? Um, religious. Ah, I thought so. Being, well, we're not going to go with that then. Wait, no, no, wait, no. That's not religious. Xenophobe is like anything that's not xenophobe. So, sounds like I can't. I yeah, know. Having it. or showing a dislike or prejudice against people from other countries. Yeah, so uh, it's, yeah, it's, well, that, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. Welcome back, Xenophobes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't actually have a fa- we don't have a name for our fan base. I've always suggested. No, was, um, actually, no, we don't. I, the the one that I always had in my head was Onwe Heads because that's yes, the best I could do, come actually. up with. I think you have yeah. used that before. Never again. Um, <laughs> when back back in the Marty days. Back again. Um, for the for those who. Don't know why Marty used to go, what up, cum stains? And I sort of like that, but I'm trying to create this like cool late night talk show vibe with a cool host. Colonies fan cum stains. Atmospheric jazz music playing in the background. I love that. Um, What what do you call it? Um, What's his name? Drew, not Drew Gooden. The other one that looks like him. Um, Danny Gonzalez. He calls his fans Greg. That's his. That's his fan base, Greg. I've heard of worse. Mm. And he's got millions of subscribers. So who the fuck is? Oh, I've seen him before. You know, Danny Gonzalez, great little commentary channel. Um. Oh, just so everyone knows, Kaz Ghost on the podcast. Just so people who aren't aware of who is here. Um. It's been a while since we've had um a guest on, actually. So I've had to resort to my crew, which is not. What I like to do, I'm not really a fan of talking to you guys on the main podcast. I like to talk to relevant creators, not just my shitty editor. But, you know, you, you win some, you, you lose some. Yes. You win some, <laughs> you lose some. No, it's good. I, look, I like having, I like talking to the, to the boys on the podcast. Sometimes it's like, imagine us if we only had guests and it was me just talking about, you're a successful YouTuber. I'm not. How can I do that? for like 60 minutes every week. I think people would get fucking bored of that shit. Probably, um, yeah. Do you listen do you listen to any podcasts that are guest heavy? I don't listen to podcasts that often to begin with really. Really? Mm. See I I I see I think I think it depends on the like obviously like oh if you see I dubs on a podcast I always found that interesting because he doesn't do too many. Do you know what I mean? Like he was on this podcast of a guy called, can't remember his name, but he's like a real estate finance guy. And he was on there discussing his Bitcoin investment. So like that's special. But just seeing like any guy on, like, you know what I mean? Like a big, a, a famous YouTuber on just a random podcast isn't necessarily good. Do you know what I mean? Right. You know, it's, it's not going to just like bring me in. Yeah. Um, depends on the guest. Like. Then, like, for example, if H3 was on somebody's podcast, I wouldn't necessarily find that interesting because he podcasts, like, four times a week. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, that makes sense. But then again, like, for example, um, if Joe Rogan was on, um, like, he was on the podcast of, who's the guy? I applied for a job with him, actually, here, um, online. His name is Dark, oh, dark-haired guy. 
you know what? I need to, I need to look him up because if if I if I find him, I need to find his name. Otherwise, I'm gonna. Um, oh, Lex Friedman. Um, he's like a like he were he's an AI researcher at MIT. He hosts a podcast, and like the way he approached approaches his interviews is like obviously different to how Joe Rogan does it. So Joe Rogan being on Lex's podcast is different. Like he Lex comes from like a philo- philosophical. Um, technological sort of perspective while Joe Rogan's is much, much different sort of thing. Yeah. And like when Joe Rogan has, like, cause um, Lex Friedman had uh, a comedian on his podcast and it was very philosophical. Um, right. Might be a comedian, but it wasn't necessarily funny. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think if, you know, if a YouTuber just goes on another YouTube podcast or if like in the YouTube sphere, if a commentator, commentary YouTuber just goes on another commentary YouTuber's podcast, yeah. It's just going to be not that good. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. it, yeah. That's the thing. Actually, I, I remember back at, mm, Joe sorry. Rogan's been on a few other people's podcasts. Hey, hey, who has he been on? Because um, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Well, I just found a random list. Uh, Kill Tony, mm. whatever mm. that is. I think um, Kill, Kill Tony's a comedy podcast, I believe. Yeah. Literally with Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe's yeah. that cool actor. Yes. He is one of those cool actors. Which cool actor is he? Oh, yeah, that one. That one, yeah, that cool actor, <laughs> Rob Lowe. Um, um, the one that was in The Outsiders and St. And Saint Elmo's Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the right. Alex Jones Show, Lex Friedman, mm. Cleared Hot. So he's been yes. on quite a few. And yeah. I th- the whole, because um, like especially during COVID times, every YouTuber and every comedian started to make a podcast and they all just started to be the same. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. I think it depends though. Like, cause I think like, okay, if you're a comedian and you can't perform starting a podcast is probably good. Cause then you can like still like work on jokes and stuff like that. Um, do you know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. nothing. I think that makes sense. But then like if every, co- you have to have something like a special, way to go about your podcast you know what i mean like can't just be like hey i'm gonna get some of my comedy friends to come around and talk yeah, talk about stuff like, i guess people have already done that exactly like that's what i i feel like on we talk is slightly different in a way sort of you know you have a very handsome host and then all of his co-hosts are usually you know losers so look i bring you up casper you know that you would be nowhere if I was, <laughs> I think it's a cool dynamic. Do you know what I mean? I think there's there's many reasons why you should listen to On We Talk more than any other YouTube podcast. Um, I'm fine. I, it's actually that's that's another thing. Like, cause I've always like been interested in podcasting, and then you you see a YouTuber do a podcast and it just doesn't work. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause YouTubers are generally like you know they can be they might record for like forty minutes and then cut it down to a nice little five minute video. Um, but then they start a podcast and it's like, shit. Like, especially, um, there was, so mm, the Misfits, they have a media company around the Misfits and there was a random podcast called Goons that got signed. And it's not the worst podcast in the world, but it's literally like four gaming YouTubers with like at least a hundred thousand subscribers. And they come together and just talk shit for an hour. 
but then it's like a lot of it's like Discord quality as well, and it's not that good. But it's good. getting like two hundred thousand subs, and it's getting getting like significant views. Do you know what I mean? Much more than what we're getting. It's like how, do you know what I mean? Obviously, like they have, they have um, you know like a team behind them, blah blah blah. They've already got a following with their other stuff, but not every everybody can host a podcast. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the thing. Um, speaking of um, YouTubers, I had the idea of discussing, hey, which YouTubers have ghosted me? Um, and it's probably a bit of a clickbait title, but there's men- there's a few. Okay, here's an example. Okay. Do you remember who made the theme song for Marty's Internet Show? Uh, no. That's right. It was was Hans. It's right. Hans Zimmer. That's right. Hans Zimmer, (laughs) famous composer, made the themes. No, it wasn't. It was actually Bionic Pig. Um, Decent. Decent? He's good. He's a good commentary creator. Um, But he's a very, very good musician. He actually studied music um, at school. 635K. He's big. He's quite big. And... Like, I had him on the podcast, like, three years ago, and then, like, we talked, like, maybe once or twice, and then I've messaged him a few times saying, hey, would you like to come back on? And no reply. Mm. And that's fine. And I actually remember he put out a tweet, like, six months ago, and it was something in the general gist of, like, I feel bad for not being able to talk, like, you know, keep up with DMs and keep up with emails. And I think that's an inherent thing with, like, YouTubers in general. Yeah. A lot of YouTubers tend to be, like, quite introverted people. And, like, imagine if, you know, you start getting big, blah, 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 and then you've got, like, you go to emails, it's, like, 100 emails in your inbox, and then you've got all these messages on Twitter and Instagram and comments on YouTube. It'd be overwhelming. Hundreds and thousands of messages, comments, emails a day. Hmm. There's no way you can... It's overwhelming. Yeah. I'd I'd feel bad. I would feel really... Like, I think... Because, you know, being, you know, six years on YouTube without success, I've been able to, like, watch it and see. Like, I think I'd be well-equipped to navigate. Um, okay, like, right now, I try to interact with every comment, every um, comment on YouTube and all the other social media platforms and messages and blah, blah, blah. You know, once I start growing, I feel like I know how to navigate that. Obviously, I won't be able to reply to every single comment if every video is getting thousands of comments. Um, but a way to like inter- interact would be like, I've always wanted to do like a Q and a podcast. And I feel like that's a good way to interact with that audience specifically. Yeah. Um, and there's always, and you know, that's also making more content and content is good. It's like how I use you guys for content <laughs> and now I'll be using the audience for content. Um, but yeah, like there's like, that's an example of one YouTuber who's ghosted me. Um, there's actually another YouTuber called Justin. And I can't remember how to pronounce his last name. It's T-S-E. Justin T-S-E. He's a very, very, very big tech YouTuber. Canadian. Nice guy. Um, I, I watch his, a lot of his content. Um, oh, he's yeah. done th- yeah, recently. Yeah, some of his stuff before. I really like, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not really a big, like, tech review guy, but he's done a few, like, um, desk makeovers and he's just redone, like, a loft that he's turning into an office for content has a podcast now, blah, blah, blah. Look up to him a lot. I, I mess I not, I didn't DM him first. I messaged him. That's not right. I'm an idiot. I tweeted at him. I said, Hey, would you be interested? Blah, blah, blah. Cause I did that's like even, a massive. That's amount even of, more indirect. 
It is, isn't it? But some you can't direct pick. You can't like um. See, I've always gone. If I can tweet them first or mm. message them first, I'll do that. If I can't, I'll email them. That was sort of my thing. And I'd like a, I did a big, big list of people I really wanted to get on. And he was like, "Yeah, cool, man. Of course." Um, messaged him. I said, "Yeah." And he, um, when would you like to do it? He's like, "Oh, I'm a little bit busy this week with because he was at CES, which is a big wow, yeah. tech um conference it was at the time. This is like start of last year. No, it would have been the start of the year before. Um. It's like, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome, man. And then I don't know if this is a mistake or not, but I sent a picture of my penis. That's not right. Sorry. That's a, that was a different YouTuber. I sent a link to a, it was a, it was a, it's an, I can't remember the name of the app, but it's like, I sent it. I might've used it with you maybe once or twice. And I send you the link and then you can book in the time out of all the free times I have right to um you know because then it's rather than me going oh i'm available at this time this time this time this time um which translates to this time in your time zone right you can just click on this link choose your time zone oh, and so then so this is the time zone for you. yeah all right Ch- well, which was does sound handy I, but i thought so too and i sent that to him and it was nothing no response and then i saw that he'd seen it and then i'll message him a few months later like a week a few weeks later hey i just want to see if you're still interested blah 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 um, a few months later, I said, oh, you know, it's been a while. I um, mentioned recently as well. He, it's left on a scent. Um, but also, like at first, I'm like, hey, fuck you. You said you'd come <laughs> on my podcast. Fuck you. Come on my podcast. The other, the other end of it is, my second thought was, he's probably a very, very busy man. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I, he owes me nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't... Well, yeah, that is true. Like, you know, no one owes you anything. That sort of no, mentality. No. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If I was an asshole, I would make a whole um, I'd make a tweet longer on Twitter and say why I fucking hate. There's <laughs> like a five part thread on Twitter. Mm. And even even more, I could co- I could collaborate with different um drama commentary YouTubers. And just talk shit about him, shit. Jesus Christ. Look, exactly. Imagine me going on Drama Alert and going, hey, this this Justin guy, piece of shit, piece of fucking shit, but I'm not an asshole. And I understand that shit happens. Like, you know what? He might have accidentally clicked on that message in the middle of the night, not realized, and then gone about his day of, you know, just, you know, just bought a loft, just renovated it been doing all this content in advance i think he's i remember him saying in a video that he's got like six seven videos done he sort of releases every week um i believe but he's got all this content done in advance um not my like you know fucking shit happens do you know what i mean it for for example waiting one of my idols who came on the podcast from post wrestling it took us like a month for us to organize it just because well obviously because he's in canada and it was really hard to because well, yeah, they record Mm. set up schedules with other people that are busy you know oh of course like some people it's like you know people just get busy like with with waiting specifically um monday nights in america wednesday nights friday nights sometimes sunday nights sometimes did you say wednesday wednesday sorry wednesday wednesday um they're recording <laughs> at like after the, the the weekly WWE AEW shows at like eleven o'clock, he'll say up, put the audio together, upload it to YouTube, podcast platform, blah blah blah, do all the thumbnail shit, whatever, and then sleep at like two in the morning. 
and they'll be up the next day, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like, you know, their, their schedules are, because of the nature of the game, late. So that sort of messes, not messes around. Yeah. That means, you know, I what time do I have to record with him? Three o'clock in the morning. That's when I recorded with Wei Ting. Um, you know, everyone's got crazy schedules. Obviously, I, I would like to get like more Australian creators on. But there's not heaps. There's a few like Twitch streamers and that and like smaller YouTubers who have like just like never heard of, but that seem to make quite creative content. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know any. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I'm not really subscribed to, you know, obscure Australian YouTubers. I'm not really... I I remember going through a point. We've probably I think we discussed this. I went yeah. to a point of like just subscribing to. Oh, this guy has a good video. Subscribed, and then my feed would fill up with like a lot of content, yeah, and a lot of like, it I just wouldn't watch. <laughs> mm. Oh, it's and it's you know what I mean. It's like how many creators do you think you're subscribed to who you watch almost every upload? I wouldn't say every upload, but almost every upload. Not many. Yeah, probably not many. Yeah, me either. Like, there are so many creators that I lo- that I really like. Even like people who I'm sort of um, acquaintances of, mm. and they upload some really good content. And sometimes you don't have fucking time. Do you know what I mean? It's like, no. especially because like, well, for me specifically, trying to be a creator at the same time, I don't, you know, have hours and hours to spend just watching people's stuff obviously when i'm doing like casual work i watch videos on the side my watch later playlist has 157 videos that i haven't watched yet i've been slowly getting through them some of them from like months ago how many do i have i have 48 and i just don't i haven't touched them i just haven't touched it really see it's it's fucking hard sometimes like you i want to get through these videos some of them are videos that it's like oh um, what's an example? I watched like a few of them today. What was the video I was watching? It was um, Vitaly DZTV. Is that what his name? Vitaly D- DZTV. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna call him Vitaly. Um, and it was a video about him. And that's a video I could watch while doing other stuff on the side. Then there's other videos where it's like you have to sit down and watch it to even take it in. Like if I'm watching a video on, I might have a video on my playlist about um, oh best. Um, practices on Twitch that you can apply to your Twitch channel or how to get your podcast here or, you know, that from that perspective, that stuff I have to like listen to and maybe take notes for. There's many of them just sitting in that playlist. Like other ones I can just have on the side and, you know, oh, okay, he said this one thing and that's what I'm taking from it or it's like entertaining. Um, some channels I, sub- I subscribe to just to see what's getting, t- like for example, H3, the H3 podcast Sometimes I just go, oh, okay, he's talking about David Dobrik um, and that's what's big at the moment. I actually don't, like, as you're aware of the whole David Dobrik thing, how there was a guy, I think the most recent thing is um, Dirty Dom, who was the guy who collaborated with something about rape or whatever. Like, I know, I know more details, but like, there's, that's not the point of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, I kept up with that through H3 talked about it but I didn't even listen to his podcast. I just saw it, his bloody um, thumbnail and the video. And then other ones, it was, I think the only thing I really watched was finally Philip DeFranco covered it. So right. I watched like, you know, it was like eight minutes that I watched. Mm. And the the only other thing was, I think it was an article on Insider. And I read through that. And that was it. 
But it's amazing how it's like, that's all I saw. And I'm pretty up to date with what actually happened. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It might be like one or two tweets I see in my Twitter feed and I'm kept up with this one thing. I think that's how it is these days. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you can't, because there's so much fucking going on. It's like, you know, you want to keep up with what's going on, but I don't want to watch a bloody, you know, 10 minute video on, oh, this is the latest on the David Dobrik thing or whatever. But there's YouTubers who make livings off that, um, who like, True. you know, like drama channels. Or just reporting channels. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't. Channels that I couldn't. Do that. I think it's like I don't. I don't really care enough. No. Do you know what I mean? Wait, just to keep like, up with that much, mm. like every single day, like if a new thing comes out, you're gonna have to make another ten minute video about like oh, a single yeah. line of new information. Just be. Mm. And you got to pump it up to up. well, you know how it used to be ten minutes that you had to have to put ads in the middle on mm. YouTube. Now it's eight, yeah. I think, because they're trying to promote. No, they're trying to promote watch time more, something like that. I don't know, fucking don't some know shit. I read, I read an article about it on Tube Filter, but that's the same thing. Um, there is no difference between a journalist and a drama YouTuber in terms of, uh, in the terms college. of, I'll be, <laughs> besides yeah, a degree, <laughs> besides a degree, um, but in terms of like, in both professions, quote unquote. You'd be fucking sad all the time. All this, like, you know, rather than, like, lit, you know, talking about, um, oh, this man from, you know, one of the major cities, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, killed somebody and then raped the daughter or something. Instead, it's talking about, oh, this famous YouTuber didn't kill anybody but like you know what i'm you know what i'm you know what i'm but going you know what i mean it's like dark the fuck is wrong <laughs> it, it's like it's, well, it's c-level reporting really dark yeah it's getting really dark but it's like c-level reporting i wouldn't even call it that i'd probably still call it like d-level um mm. well that you know david dobrik's up there but um but that's the thing these like okay on snapchat you scroll to your right and half of those things are like oh what racist thing did charlie d'amelio say and it'd be like nothing like it wasn't actually what she said it was taken out of not taken out of context but it's like you know it's news on just crap like oh why did like, dixie d'amelio why fans hated wait what's this one why fans hated terry cruz cameo in this game connected it's with stars um, it is absolute just... crap here let me have a, um, i want to look at mine right now what if um, humans were immortal this Lambo is worth a hundred of your cars. Some yeah. of them are really bad. Like, he, oh, yeah. here's a good one. Um, eight hottest people Jaden Smith dated. Um, fucking, who gives a shit? Um, have Dixie D'Amelio and Noah Beck broken up? Um, who, the the, the one, oh, oh, the, the 1,000, the 1,102 pound deadlift that nearly killed me. Um, Carol Baskin's first interview since Tiger King. Oh, and here's a good one. Would you do what Bad Baby did for $10 million and then the emoji of like the shocked face? Like the... Like, I don't give a shit. Who the fuck but cares? Now, I, now I will say, I, I want to finish that with people do care. Obviously, they're kids. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, people care. And like, attention's important. And that thing is, you know, okay... Okay, let's let's say you're a thirteen year old girl. Bad baby 
where oh here's only one bad baby details abuse at Utah Ranch where Dr. Phil sends teens. Oh, okay. That's a I wonder actually what I wonder what abuse means. It could just be like the the guy yelled at me because I was like smoking weed out the well, back still- when it was like a drug free <laughs> zone. And also I said, you know, what what's your catchphrase again? Um is it what up? It's not what Cash up comes down. Is it? How about that? Well, oh, okay, good. Because I, I hope it wasn't my catchphrase. Because that's copyrighted. Just so you know. Um, what, was, what was I going to say? Something about. Um, oh, okay, let's say you're a 13 year old girl, and you know you've never really interacted with social media before. You get, you know, you get your Instagrams, Facebooks, um, Snapchats, and you know you swipe to Snapchat Sexual stories and you say, hmm. and you see something about like, oh. Dixie D'Amelio and Noah Beck. And then, you know, you slowly become interested in these people and then TikTok and then, you know, oh, Dixie D'Amelio is promoting this new line of hair products. Then you start buying these products and then, you know, the consumer becomes younger and younger and younger. And that's how marketing works. That was this probably was like Charlie. There's Charlie and Dixie. Dixie's the older one. Charlie's the 15 year old or 16 maybe. I don't know. I try not to keep up because I don't really care. 16. Because these are, yeah, because these are children, um, and it's very. There was um. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. I don't have fucking TikTok. <laughs> See, I have TikTok, and there's a lot of good stuff on it. It started to feel like obviously, a lot of the stuff I get is on my main feed. The for you feed is for stuff you. that's similar to the people I follow, and mm. I don't follow like fucking, you know, chicks fucking doing dances. That's not my thing, mm. obviously. Yeah, but the for you um, page, you just get like whatever it gives you sometimes. Oh yeah, because well, that's that's what I was gonna say. A lot of it is you know funny content that I like. It's you know tailored like, towards me. No, but you it, always get a the big suicide video on the no. for you page. A what? Sorry. A suicide video, like a full on just someone shooting themselves in the head or oh, something. Oh, you're fucking kidding. Well, it's true. Just Google. No, I I did actually see that. I. I yeah. vaguely remember reading that. That's the thing. Like, I might like, get these funny videos and then I'll scroll down and it's some shit like that. Or, you know what I mean? I There's many, or many times. That, like, okay, maybe like every like 12 that. videos. Yeah. Every 12 videos might be a video that has like less than like 10 likes. Yeah. Which is why TikTok's a good platform for like content. Yeah. Um, like for sort of growing an audience, etc. But... You do get a lot of shit. A lot of mine, though, isn't, like, offensive stuff. It's either very, very unfunny or it's, like, completely cringe. Like, you know, it's like a fat girl doing a lip sync to something from a movie and it's, like, not good. Um, And some of those are very funny, though, so, too. So, I give them a like and go, you know what? You get it, girl. You know, you're you're 22, living in Alabama and you're really fat and you probably have no other skills. So, let's hopefully you get big on TikTok and make a living. Good on you. No, I, been a few, um, TikTok. Mm. I just couldn't stand it. See, I think it's like, like the thing saw, is... I saw some fucked up and I'm like, okay, I'm uninstalling <laughs> this. See, like with Instagram, it's like, you know, if you don't interact with that sort of stuff, it's not even yeah. going to come up on your, on your recommended page. And I barely use my recommended page anyway. But with TikTok, that's your main thing. Mm. But the thing is you can't really tailor it perfectly. Like if I had it my way, it would only be funny comedy things and some interesting... Like remember how I told you about... There was the guy I found and what he did was during COVID, his video store went out of business. So then he took, like he built it in his basement 
took like all the shelves, all the DVDs, put in his basement and like out the back, he's like a viewing room and that stuff as well. I wouldn't have known about that without TikTok. Yeah. And that's True. pretty cool. That is actually a pretty cool story. Fuck yes, it, it is. is. But then I'll scroll down. There'll be some fucking 14-year-old dancing to fucking, I don't know, a Yoga Bagaba, um, you know, trap remix, which fucking... <laughs> That's very, very like, specific. I've never seen that. that shit. Like, you know, that's why I couldn't, yeah. I and just the think thing. the way that TikTok is formed, mm. that it's, you know, you have to be following a shit ton of people to actually see what you want to see. Mm. Well, that's the thing. If you sort of found the people that you wanted to see yeah. and then followed them all and then just you literally scrolled across your following just for that, yeah. you'd be perfectly fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The other thing I was gonna, the other thing I was well, gonna I was say was, it. there were, yeah, it is true mm. that there are a few good creators mm. on TikTok, but like even because it's like you know people can do one thing I I've heard about people doing is like mini vlogs, and there's actually a guy I follow, and it's just like he's you know he's a guy from like Adelaide I think, and he's literally just it's just you know his life his day it's like you know he works at KFC gets up in the morning, um goes to work KFC goes to the gym. Um, eats healthy and <laughs> so it's just his boring day to day life <laughs> but it's all but like you know it's like it's obviously you can't do a 10 minute vlog about that mm. but in like a 40 second thing yeah. and it's like and like for him I think it's sort of that um, accountability do you know what I mean it's the accountability of him going to the gym yeah. but like obviously if it was just oh my gym my gym fucking um, workout every day like that's probably like too much pressure but if it's like oh yeah I did this I did this and I went to the gym and then I went home and did this, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's a bit of accountability there. There's actually one thing I wanted to mention that I found on TikTok and like a f- more of them have been popping up now. It's people like going to interesting places in main cities or going to abandoned places in main cities. Uh, like one of the best ones I found was- Abandoned exploration. Mm, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. I found one and it was, it was like an interesting place. It was like um, some sort of train station in Melbourne. And, like, you go inside to where, like, you want to buy tickets and it's a bar. And, like, people are, like, you know, drinking and having fun. Like, a lot of young people. But, like, it's the go-to spot and it's only open, like, three hours on, like, a Friday Friday night. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's pretty cool. And then there was another one from that same account. It was, like, a a cool jazz bar, like, in this, like, a tucked away jazz bar in, like, Adelaide, maybe, Melbourne, maybe. Like that stuff's pretty cool, and it's also bite size as well. I don't have to watch like a besides ten minute video. In Melbourne, but yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. I I like short form content as well as I like long form content. Yeah, and it's easy, easy, easy to produce as well. That's the other thing. It's easy to produce. Like, um, I hate this. Is actually, one thing I was thinking about the other day. I hate when people go, "Oh, Vine people took over YouTube and they've made it shit." Sure, a lot of them are shit. Absolutely. But I don't think of them as Vine stars. I think of them as content creators who have moved primarily from Vine to YouTube. And that's why I sort of think of myself. Like, I could make content on TikTok that works for the way I want to do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, did Um, a lot of Vine stars even become successful on YouTube? Not many, I don't think. Um, Logan Paul is technically, was he? Yeah, Logan Logan and Jake were. And so was, like, the Drew Goodens. Yeah. And the Danny Gonzalez, I can't remember really. Th- I like a lot of them. Like there was a guy who actually came from my feed the other day mm-hmm. on YouTube and he was big, but he was a Vine star. Actually, I think it's the guy how it's like, um, uh, he's the guy from the meme. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm Thomas Corey. Sanders. 
Oh, he's, he's big, but he he's cringe. I don't like that guy. Yeah. Um, there was a guy. He was from the meme. Was like, oh, I'm I'm David. I'm 14, and I can't read. I think that was the, the meme. Like I, I remember. I vaguely oh yeah. Remember that. But he was like, he's made some videos with like the bunch of those sort of guys around LA because they end up like you know living together or what some sort of shit. But a lot of them go in the into the traditional like media Josh sort Kennedy. of thing. Yeah, that's that's him. Yeah. Um, he's actually pretty funny. Like I didn't realize until the other day that like so um, Cody Co he was a he was a viner as well. Um, he does commentary YouTuber. Sorry, he does he does commentary videos on YouTube, and he also has Tiny Meat Gang with his um, with his mate, which is like a rap duo, and they're doing pretty good. And they were signed to a label, but he's acting in stuff, um, and he's also like pitching stuff around LA. And like commentary videos don't take that long. You know, like he, he watches the videos, he records it, and he tosses it to his editor. Easy as that. And that's how a lot of them work. Um, it's funny how like a lot of the biggest YouTubers like that aren't only YouTubers. Like a lot of them are trying to get into the mainstream. Like there's not many that are just sticking strictly to YouTube. You know what I mean? Yeah. And strictly to the internet. I don't know. Like even like, like I guess Logan Paul... Um, at one point, he was trying to get into the mainstream. Remember how he had that 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 YouTube original movie, The Thinning. Did you ever Did you ever uh, see the trailer to that? Dog shit. Yeah, I don't think I actually watched. It. Yeah, I'd never watched the movie. Yeah, good. Yeah, The Thinning. But like that, that's was, the thing. A lot of them try to get in the mainstream. Movie. That just gets into the whole, you know, YouTube is trying to make movies. You know, mm. it's like just don't. And <laughs> then it's then that goes into the whole thing of TikTokers trying to get into music. And it doesn't fucking like it, you know. It Do might they? work for a little bit. Name one TikToker who has had a decent music career. I don't think who, I can name a single TikTok that TikToker that went into music in the first place. I can. Um, Dixie D'Amelio. Did he? Oh, she has a great song. I'll sing it for you. Uh, sometimes I don't want to be happy. Just hold it against me. Uh, N word me... song. The fuck. Yeah, the N word song by Dixie D'Amelio. Hopefully it's Dixie D'Amelio. I don't know. That's the way the first, I typed in Dixie D'Amelio and the first thing that came up was N-word song. Okay, I knew she was racist. She just looks like, you know, privileged white girl with a following. Definitely racist. Now, behind the scenes, Roommates. Uh, came out two months did you actually, ago. Did you hear about, there was some like TikToker, I think she was like 16, 17. No, she might have been 18. And she was like dating a 13-year-old fan. And like having sexual relations with a thirteen-year-old fan. Uh, that does sound. Familiar. I thought she was older than that. I think she might have been like nineteen, actually. Yeah, are you talking and about that, the one that like um, I don't think it was TikTok. I think this. I think I'm thinking of a completely different one that she actually had the mum of the thirteen-year-old. Really? On a YouTube video. I don't know. It, oh, like, actually, I, I vaguely remember that. I vaguely remember that. See, it should look. That's the thing. We don't even need to talk about the exact details of this because no one really gives a shit. It's no. just interesting to talk about like um, this shit actually happens. You know how it's like the whole thing. Like you probably shouldn't even have Facebook until you're like obviously thirteen. But like you know, I feel like just to start making stuff that isn't controlled by your parents, you should probably be a bit older. Like, I guess, like, you know, a lot of the six, you know, 16, 17-year-olds are probably doing things they shouldn't be, but it's not necessarily, like, horrible. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
how many people, how many people, how many 16 year olds on TikTok do you think have their parents knowing of what they're making? Probably not. not Probably not many. So not really. Like they never puts, do in the first place. I like it, It's actually like, I. it's really disturbing when like I'm scrolling through TikTok and it's like, you know, oh, here's a funny video about, um, I don't know, some relevant thing. And I scroll down and then it's like, a 15, 16 year old, I don't know, fucking underage girl, and she's lip syncing to a song about drizzling, drizzling cum. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking want to see that shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm, it's cool. not good. Like, oh, that's just that. It's fucking you wrong. Watch some Actually, weird shit. Right? You just... it, uh, look, there's a lot of there's a lot of weird shit, and probably a lot of it shouldn't even fucking be up there. That's the thing. Like with that, um, it might have actually been related to that video you were talking about with the. The, the suicide on TikTok, but I might've been that specific video, but there was a few others and it was TikTok hasn't, there was somebody actually, no, I think the one I'm thinking of was a live stream and someone was like live streaming them, like hang, like they had hung themselves or something like that. And it was still live streaming on TikTok. All these people were reporting it, but yeah. it took like a fair few hours for TikTok to, to take it down. Jesus. What they did first, they banned the account, but they didn't like take down the video or whatever. Like it took them a while to actually take action. And there's probably, there's a lot of other stuff on TikTok that probably shouldn't be there. Like, like realistically. Um, yeah, I, I doubt that TikTok's reporting system works in all honesty. Well, look at, you Although, know, exactly. It's run by the fucking Chinese, mate. Nah, I thought the Americans brought it back or something. I don't think they did. Did they? Really? Maybe they have. TikTok America Maybe they buys have. back. Oracle what chooses as TikTok tech partners, Microsoft mm. bid. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, that actually links to something. Um, have you watched any of Mama Max's videos? No. So Mama Max, he does a lot. Like he was, um, I remember watching him ages and ages ago. Maybe. And he just did actually, funny content. Sound familiar, but I don't know. I actually, you know what? Actually, I might have showed you some a few of his videos. But he does a lot of videos about, um, he has a lot of videos about, like child trafficking and like uh, internet-based ones, yeah, like about like, like you um, know people who are like child trafficking and um, yeah. pedophiles on YouTube, because it it happens, and it happens more than we think, um, it's, and it's quite fucking disgusting. It's good that some people are making like good content. Obviously, like you know they're making a living off it now, but yeah. to raise awareness for this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think you actually have sent me these videos. Yeah. And he's got a good vibe too. I, I love the aesthetic of his videos, like from a video sense, not even just the content. It's very aesthetically yeah. pleasing. Um, aesthetic. Have you um seen what PewDiePie's like sort of aesthetic is of his channel and his work recently? Well, I do watch his videos, so that's what you're asking. Mm, yes, yeah, so it is. Um, I like his. I like the way he's. Like, actually, I think his audio quality is quite dog shit. I'm not saying that mine's perfect, but it's really not as good as I thought it was. Like. Yeah, but honestly, does it matter? Oh, fuck no. Not now, <laughs> no. But I, I know he could do much better, but I think he's he's very... Is it like half the meme is that his video is that he films with like a 10-year-old camcorder? It's fucking old, isn't it? It doesn't look yeah. good. It doesn't like look aesthetically pleasing, but I love his branding. Yeah. I love the... um, like I love his merch as well. He's got like three... Sorry. He's got his personal brands, quote-unquote, clothing label. And he also has... um based now which is like some nice clothing and then him and Marzia have a like a japanese inspired 
um, well, line actually, as well. I don't think they own the store. I think that the store just uses their ideas or something. Are you sure? Really sure. So it'd be, it'd be yeah, interesting. The whole idea was that he didn't actually own it. Or like the merch is not his. It's actually like a proper. See, that's interesting. Because it's like Rhino Shield, who sell like they're really, really good um, phone cases. They're selling, they have like a PewDiePie, you know, store for phone cases. And that's obviously like a deal. Oh, yeah. um, and he's making like quite a bit of money off that. Um, I feel like he has like a lot of affiliates. And then he has a few that he like runs himself. Like obviously like, you know, he might have yeah. a manager for it and blah, blah, blah. And that's something I'd like to do. Like um, obviously I want to make merchandise, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of it I'd probably have it just outsourced and shit like that. Yeah. It's probably the, the smartest way to do it. Like I don't really, it's actually, it gives me, actually I remember specifically, it was like a few months ago. I was sitting there at my desk and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and start my own merch line. And then the thought of having like, um, boxes up to the roof full of merchandise <laughs> that I've got to do myself. It just gave me like the worst anxiety. Yeah, I think like, it's oh, the worst. That. That's too it's much work. Fuck no. It's the worst way to yeah. do it too, I think. Um, absolutely. Um, how long have we been recording for? I can't see my 40, timer right now. 40 minutes. That's all right. Um, so yeah, oh, I actually got to, mm. I'll be right back. Where are, we, where are we going? He's got, he's grabbing something. Kaz? He's closing something. See, right now I can see his webcam. It's just like pointing like upwards because he can't mount on his computer. Um, if any webcam um, makers want to sponsor the Only Talk podcast, just hit me up in an email or the comments or DMs or whatever. I'll take anything, anything to make this podcast big. Um, I just need to make some money um, so I can quit my real job. Um, I'm a Macca's manager. It's not the best job in the world. Um, it's actually quite depressing, to be honest. Um and, you know, I've been trying at this for like six years. This is getting really sad now, isn't it? Um, and this is not a joke. If I, I need to get sponsors before, you know, my life ends. Um, not my life ends. Look. Um, oh, wait, while you are here listening, if you want to support us more on, the, on you know, the content we make, um, of course, this turns into a fucking plug. Um, oh, actually, I got a new I got a new little domain for it. Onwe.plus. You go to that. It'll take us to our Patreon um, E-N-N-U-I, if you don't know how to spell the bloody name, it's bloody everywhere. Um, on we.plus, head to your, head to the Patreon. Um, everything's in Australian dollars now. So you, instead of paying, you know, oh, I'm paying $5. I'm actually paying like $8 or $7 or whatever. Um, you know, what's a bonus podcast every week. Hurry the fuck up, Casper. Seriously. Um, you know, it might be in a bonus podcast. Um, we've got a lot of, we're about to release episode 100 of On We Talk Extra. Um, so that's like a hundred podcasts there. You get early access to this podcast, um, behind the scenes of all the videos we've ever made. Um, what else do we have? Oh, Omni Writers Room. There's a bunch of them you can go through. Um, talking about us making content and things we want to do for Onwe. Um, that sort of thing. Cass is back right now, and I'm about to flip into my plug. So yeah, definitely subscribe to the Patreon on Me Plus. Something about a plug. Um, plug. <laughs> sorry. What did you say? Oh, talking about the Patreon. No butt plugs. No, I don't know why I thought, oh, the plug, like plug in a Patreon. Plug, yes. Right. What the fuck did you think I was talking about? <laughs> I actually have no idea. You might have to Christ. watch this podcast just to see what the fuck you're I think you about. should. I think you should. 
Anyway, well, we'll I thought you, I thought you, were, I thought you were going to get something and you're going to show me, but it was just you leaving the room. So I just had yeah. to like make up stuff for like <laughs> fucking one minute. I had to plug the Patreon on me dot plus for those who didn't hear in the last two minutes. Um, before we do end up the podcast, there was there was something funny I saw on Twitter, and it was screenshots of like from a Discord or something, and pretty much it was like, okay, this is it. This is not it verbatim. This is just sort of like a. I th- it was basically this. Um, oh, so I'm not a pedophile, but no, <laughs> listen, listen, I'm not a pedophile, but recently like a ghost overtook my body and then I felt like I was attracted to kids and shit like that. And I'm like, Fuck. and then people responding going like, oh, like, you know, it sounds crazy, but it's true. Like, what the fuck? That's fucked up. That's the fuck. <laughs> Gross. Disgusting. Fucking Twitter is weird. All right. Twi- Twitter's look, probably like one of the worst fucking social medias there is. But with Twitter, you can, it is so easy to mute people and it's so easy to have your feed the way you want it. You don't like something, mute this person forever or just like, I don't want to see stuff like this. I can do um, that with any other. Not true. Couldn't do that on TikTok. Couldn't do it. You could do it on Facebook, but you, Facebook's you can block friends people anyway. on TikTok. Well, you can, but like, okay, like, you know, because you know, it's more discovering content, really, or people yeah. you follow. Um, with Facebook, if you don't like them, just mute their stuff or delete them. With Instagram, it's the same. I've actually, uh, I think I probably said this, I've muted everybody on Instagram except for stories. So I only see stories now because then I'd have to like see people's like shit. Not shit. What's the point of, isn't that just the same thing as Snapchat? <laughs> Yeah, but like these are people I I like. Wait, you what did you mute? You muted just their posts, so I only see stories. And occasionally I'll go like, oh, what's this person been putting up? It's I think it's just it helps me not go like become addicted to Instagram, and also it sort of removes that like that FOMO, that fear of missing out. It's like, oh shit, what's the latest um, Kanye West Instagram? post i get more i would get more fomo from instagram stories than i do from instagram posts i think that's the thing i don't really real time you boy posted you know 20 minutes ago and they're at a party and you're like oh yep okay all right cool (laughs) that's actually a very good point yep (laughs) i think it's just like i don't know i think it's just like i don't really give a shit about what people i do like i like i don't know no i just there's just certain days that I just uh, that I've realized. You know what? I shouldn't check Instagram stories and Snapchat stories on these particular days, like Christmas around Christmas time, or like around I don't know, like rain, like New Year's. That's it. Like New Year's and like it's all the same shit. I'd, I'd rather look at New Year's Instagram posts just to see people, at parties that I weren't invited to. So I'm like, oh, you poor all right, thing. All right, fuck this. I'm gonna. Look. Like this, I'm going to light a spark or a bomb. <laughs> One year, we definitely need to do like a full-on um, Ennui New Year's Eve like countdown special where we stream live, we have some fun, and then we get to go three, two, one, happy new year, put it, put our own like woo, um, streamers and like pop, pop, what do you think? What are the things that you pull? Like a pop tart? Not like a pop a party tart. Popper. Party, party popper. Party popper. Not a pop tart. What the fuck am I talking about? Is it um, called yeah, a party popper? I think so. Yeah, it's called a party popper. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. We'll do that one year. If we have any followers to actually, you know, join us. That, that, that'll be the marketing campaign. If you're lonely, 
Come watch our live stream. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's watch how it ended. God. <laughs> That's the page, it's like for, lo- for the lonely hearts, watch the on we talk live stream where oh, we will is. feel all your loneliness desires. Look, rather than like you know waking off to some girls only fans, just come join us and don't wake off to us. It's a bit weird. It's cheaper. It's free. <laughs> it's free. It's actually right. Oh, that's good stuff. You know what, Casper? We're gonna leave it there. Um, thanks for joining us on on we talk. Um. Is it on We Talk Extra or on We Talk? Nah, it's a main episode. Look, you've you've graduated to being on here more. Yay. Oh, so, so. <laughs> oh, oh good stuff. God. On We Talk is hosted by Matthew Winner, produced by On We. You can listen to the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or watch it in its entirety at youtube.com slash TV one you can show your support by becoming an Ennui Plus member, where you get exclusive series and podcasts, early access, and member-only perks. Join us at ennui.tv forward slash plus. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.